Hi, today we have news from Kolkata, Kashmir, Kerala, and Jacobabad. Let's get started. First, apart from Kolkata being in the news for the conflict between its governor and the chief minister, there are reports about fake vaccination jabs. A man who goes by the name Debanjan Dev posed as an IAS officer, organized two vaccination camps, and inoculated around 2,000 people with an antibiotic instead of the COVID vaccine. Next, few days back, there was a threat of communal tension between Sikhs in Kashmir and the Kashmiri Muslims over two interfaith marriages that had taken place between Sikh women and Muslim men. A surge of fake news was generated, made these cases about forced conversion, and this is despite the women in point going on record to state that they had married on their own will. So this ended up with both the men in jail and one of the women was abducted and married off to another Sikh man. So it was timely when the Pew Research Center survey on interfaith marriages was released. And according to this study that was conducted on 30,000 people across 26 states, two thirds of Indians said they were religiously tolerant, but were opposed to marrying out of their communities. This entire story assumes its significance from the increasing clamor over anti-conversion laws which is also dubbed as Love Jihad in Uttar Pradesh, enacted as laws in both Madhya Pradesh and Himachal Pradesh. The externalities of such laws and the case in hand goes beyond protecting communal identities alone. The autonomy of women is not heeded and infantilizes their ability to make choices. And while we are at women, recently three dowry-related suicides were reported from Kerala. All of them, young and educated, harassed by the family they were married into. The news also gained more traction since it came from the state of Kerala, otherwise hailed as a progressive state. Despite the Dowry Prohibition Act, enacted in 1961 itself, that declared it a social ill, the irony lies in the data. It has been studied that before 1940, dowry was paid in about 40% of marriages. But between 1940 and 1970, the dowry amount paid had tripled and by 1975, dowry was paid in about 90% of marriages. Researchers called this the dowry inflation period and attributed the reason for this to groom quality. Given the factors of arranged marriage and the resultant caste endogamy, the number of educated men were less and in demand and hence commanded higher dowry. So economic incentives are hand in glove here with social realities. Post-1975, according to this study, there has been a decline in dowry payments across socio-economic classes since the pool of educated men have increased now. Another study shows that dowry is correlated with higher caste status. Despite decline in dowry as a substantial part of annual household income on the national level, there are differences between states though, and Kerala has had persistent dowry inflation since the 70s. Modernization had worked in Europe against dowry payments due to increase in wealth dispersion. But in a caste-based society such as ours, it is interesting to note that more wealth has only resulted in more dowry payments, often passed off as gifts these days. Lastly, there is news from Jacobabad in Sindh province in Pakistan that is situated on the topic of cancer. 
temperature there recently touched 52 degrees Celsius, the threshold temperature that humans can withstand. This is not the only city though. Ras Al Khaimah in Dubai also crossed this th threshold. Uh, located next to the Arabian Sea, the heat and the humidity put together, along with electricity cuts and poor affordability of cooling devices, puts the people of Jacobabad in a worse place comparatively. The increasing number of heat waves because of global warming has already affected about 4,000 people in both India and Pakistan. And on that note, Reliance Industries has pledged to invest 75,000 crores in clean energy, which is a significant step for gradually shifting incentives away from fossil fuels. Thanks for listening. Bye.